This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you thought you had to travel far to savor the Pad Thai of Bangkok, or to taste the pastries of Paris, take another look. With two times total points at grocery stores, your same kitchen can come with more cuisines. Sapphire Preferred from Chase? Make more of what's yours. Valor up to $1,000 in purchases per month from November 1st, 2020 to April 30th, 2021. Account subject to credit approval. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Dr. Squatch. Promo code I'm Fat 20 for 20% off your order of $20 or more. And our friends at Team Hochberg, 855-56-David, 56david.com for all your mortgage needs. I am your camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Jay, I guess I'm just going to get something right off the top and kind of break form just a little because, listen, it's cold outside and people are lazy, especially fat people. But there's something that I've been noticing that is a part of, I don't know, maybe you can call it fashion, but not. it, it just it doesn't fly with the fat community for one of many reasons. Well, actually, just many reasons. And it's wearing a skull cap inside okay uh i have to confess that i do this when it's really cold out because as soon as i put a skull cap on my hair is trash it cannot be even if i had it on for four seconds Mm -hmm. i look like i was i've been homeless for the last 10 years immediately it's like immediate like there's some sort of like uh cake mixer in my hat that just twirls my hair around so i have to once i commit to wearing the skull cap it's on for the rest of the day so i get it but it's only on like cripplingly cold days like it's got to be 10 degrees or under for me to even consider it okay because like i i forget if i forget who it was but it was like some video that i was scrolling through on twitter and it was like Man that has podcasts posts video, like short video of his thought from podcast. And I saw like normal person with a skull cap on indoors. And I'm like, hmm. there are issues here because one fats get too hot. Yes. So the sweat factor is there as always. It's always looming over us. Also, the fact that, yeah, it's cold and everything, but it, but the fats faces are kind of round anyway so when then you're adding something to more define the top end of your head you're just going to look more like a circle 
and it's really not good. <laughs> we don't need that, no. No, we definitely don't need that. Actually, this is such a random and specific reference that I'll apologize in advance for it. We would all end up looking like, and this also kind of is my nerd showing from uh, from when I was growing up. So in the original red or blue version of Pokemon, the like generic guy that you meet in the cave when you're trying to get a lot of the rock Pokemon. It's like this like fat hiker or fat miner. And he has this, he has like a skull cap on and his head is essentially a circle, which is good because it matches his circle body. And that's what I always assume that all of us would look like. And especially myself. So as much as I kind of like the look of having like a skull cap, instead of just like a regular hat that maybe has like the little ball on the top of it, it just doesn't fly for us. I understand your Pokemon reference. Yeah, there's going to be like three people that <laughs> listen to this. Maybe I'll, tr- maybe I'll try and find the picture of it at some point, and I will post it on all the social medias at I'm Fat Pod. Yeah, follow us on all socials at I'm Fat Pod, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We have not been banned from those platforms, so that's good for us. Yes. That's very exciting. Also, big news. The first T Public sale of 2021 begins on Wednesday, January 13th, and it runs through Saturday at midnight. That's $13 for all classic tees and up to 35% off everything else in store. So head to our social media link tree bios and click directly through to our T Public shop to help the podcast and to save. All right. If you've been following me uh, all, both of us on the I'm Fat Podcast Instagram. There's been some stuff we've shared lately. Rick, should I start with the Guido or the book or the Brookie O? Go with the Guido because it's so funny. All right. So I'm always trying to find new places nearby because like any fat, you fall into your habits, right? You, you, okay, I got my favorite places. I'm, I find myself going to the same place. I've also been finding myself lately like by default, like just going to McDonald's. It's like, okay. It's good. I like it. But then like 20 minutes later, I'm like, did I even eat? I don't even feel like I ate. Right. So did some research, was looking around because there's not a lot written about like Chicago Heights and the area directly south of me. So was doing some research, found this place called D&D. It's a deli. It's a grocery store. It's an old school Italian deli grocery store. I think it's been there since the 50s. So I'm like, all right, this place looks promising. So I go on. You know, and these are the places that don't have like very in-depth Yelp pages. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool. I'm going in this place, seeing what they have. So walk to the back where the butcher shop is, and I see the Guido special. All right. So this is this is the sandwich. Okay. I've had uh, three since last time we spoke. Um, here's what it is. You can get either. It's like Italian bread. You can get it either like sub style with like the crust on top and bottom, or you can get it traditional sandwich style so only crust on the edges i've done it both ways they're both great olive oil mortadella ham hot capicola pepperoni salami and medium sharp provolone rick this sandwich i had it for the first time last bears game not the one not the one they just lost to the saints the one before that i was so full for the rest of the day it's all I had. And my fear was I'm going to eat this sandwich and I'm going to be like burpy and, you know, just not feeling good the rest of the day. Yeah. None of that because the meat is fresh. This place is incredible. 1023 South Halstead Street in Chicago Heights. D&D Foods, if you want to look it up. 
as soon as you see a picture, you're going to be like, yep, that place is good. Any kind of pasta you can imagine. Uh, the butcher shop's terrific. I got Italian sausage from there that they just literally like cranked out fresh for me. Spicy and mild. We had sausage and peppers later in the week. The place is awesome. It's a mom and pop kind of a place, and we got to support those. And you know it's a good place when there's police officers there. That's like one of the true indications of a good mom and pop place. True. How, how many police cars are outside at one time? And the first time I went in there, I think there were five Chicago Heights police officers in there all ordering the Guido. So I knew even before I ate the thing, I'm like, yes, this was a good decision and a good find. And man, it was awesome. I sent you a picture of it, <laughs> just like the side yeah. profile. Yes. So you could see all the things offered. Holy cow. And somebody on Twitter said it looks like it might be dry, but the olive oil goes on both sides. And That's I needed cute. several napkins to get through the sandwich. That's and, you know, it's like an Italian place when everything is in a plastic covering. Yes, like the quick foil, yeah, or the the quick wrap, whatever it's called. Yes, I mean it's on the menu, it's on the pictures. <laughs> I'm sure it's on the furniture. I mean, it's like it is on everything. So that's another sign you know it's good. Also, when there's a sandwich with that many things on it, whose names end with a vowel, it's going to be good. <laughs> yes, mortadella, capicola pepperoni salami and provolone technically ends with a vowel too mm -hmm. so and you also have the ham and the olive oil that it was terrific uh and i don't think i've ever had mortadella before and i'm like screw it i'm just gonna trust yeah i'm not gonna be picky i'm not gonna be that guy like can you hold the mortadella I'm like no screw it i'm trying everything on it and i'm very glad i did i'm very glad i did i sent my dad a picture he's like uh please bring me one of those so i brought him one uh during the week too and he loved it too so D&D Foods in Chicago Heights, 1023 South Halstead. Phenomenal. I mean, it's a, I will become a regular at this place. It was so, so good. I'm jealous. I have to... I'm still working on finding a real... Well, I also... Okay. Here's my thing for the next week. And I'm already giving myself homework. <laughs> is within relative walking distance, we do have a butcher shop. So... And I just, I don't know why. I just haven't gone in there yet. So that's going to be my goal for the next week. Yeah. And if it's a place that will make you a sandwich, yes. you know, like on site, you that's your set. And for whatever reason, I've been getting more into deli sandwiches lately. It was never my biggest thing, but I don't know. All of a sudden, it's, it's sort of something I've been into and enjoying. So, and, and this has become my new favorite very, very quickly. Okay. Oh, by the way, all that was seven ninety eight. That sandwich. That is really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So it was amazing. Okay. So this is something that I saw, and credit to everybody on the I'm Fat Podcast fan page, because holy crap, is that thing active? Yes. So this is a couple things that I saw on there that intrigued me. And it's different ways to get your cereal. And you're probably like, Okay, but this is a way, especially for someone like me that does not put the milk with the cereal together, mm -hmm. that is very intriguing. Now you have the first one, which I know we're both down for because it's cereal and it's ice cream put together. Fruity Pebbles ice cream and Cocoa Pebbles ice cream. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And I don't know if I've ever had Cocoa Pebbles. They're just chocolate Rice Krispies, right? 
basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's good. These are things I want in my life. Yeah. Like I'm actually, it's one of those things where now that there's, you know, like cereal bars and all this kind of thing too, it's like, how did this not become more prevalent sooner? The only one ice cream thing I've seen recently that I'm balking at is the um, Sour Patch Kids ice cream. Oh, yeah. Get that all the way out. Yeah. No. no. Well, and and when you get Sour Patch Kids, something that's gummy, you get it cold, then it's yeah. just going to stick to your teeth. You're going to break a tooth, no doubt. And I've done yeah. that enough lately. Thank or you. like pull out a filling or something like that. Right. Because I've done that in the past, and that's Oof. not great. Avoid the dentist at all costs. Yeah, pretty much. That's my much. message to America. Yeah, avoid costs at all costs, too. That, that's just <laughs> yes. that's more just... importantly, yes, yes. <laughs> and the, uh, the other thing, and I think this was more outside the box thinking, is, it, it, and the package looks just like, not like a full chip bag or anything, but like, you know, like a smaller, like boutique-y type uh, chip bag. Of, yeah, kind of like the nerd clusters came in. Yeah, exactly. Of a Fruity Pebble chip which is genius and i'm mad i never thought of it myself yeah so this is like it says in a bag fruity pebble crisps and it looks like a rice cake but tasty yes yeah exactly <laughs> because yeah. it's like really if you think about fruity pebbles it's just like the crumbs of a chip yeah puffed rice yeah yeah so you just slap that stuff together and there you go that's it that's the board meeting all right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get us. <laughs> we're gonna get some broken up fruity pebbles, and we're gonna slap them together, and we're gonna call them crisps. Boom, genius. <laughs> Promote that man or woman. <laughs> and also, where did not that guy go? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe that not, not dead guy was making the rounds again. Oh yeah, well it was, it was the so it was the it was the one year anniversary of us doing it, and it was. Uh, th- for those keeping score at home that are not score listeners, but to, but you know, <laughs> listen to the podcast. Uh, to to make a long story short, essentially, a year ago, like right at that was January second of uh, of last year, we looked down into this empty space between buildings, and there was a guy face down, not moving for a good, probably at least twenty minutes. Once we noticed him. He ended up getting up and walking away after cops noticed him and were trying to get down to where he was because they were on the wrong level of the street to be able to go see him. Yeah. And we see the confusion of all the cops and the firefighters. And we're doing this all live on the air, uh, just going over it. And Jay did a great Chicago cop impression. Like it, w- it was essentially take the cops from the fugitive the Chicago cops from the fugitive and they were confused about what happened to this guy who we de- who we deemed not dead guy. And it was hilarious. So because it was Dan's last show of the year, we didn't necessarily have that much anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just decided to fill a segment with that. And it was awesome. I'll tell you what I filled myself with this week, Rick. I tried the Oreo Brookie O cookie yes isn't it now is this video not on the uh all of the social medias it is on all the channels it's on the i'm fat pod instagram and the i'm fat pod facebook uh for sure because that's where videos live um i have to say i all right let me qualify this it's definitely really really good it's definitely one of the better oreos i've had however the promise is it's normal oreo cookies with brownie batter normal cream 
and cookie dough cream. Okay. I have to say that for whatever reason, the flavors did not stand out enough for me. It sort of was like a mishmash of like chocolatiness. And it, again, it was really, really good. But the visual of this thing is beautiful. Like the cream is evenly spread where you can see all the flavors and the bite looks really good. But I think it was maybe too ambitious with the three flavors at once. Hmm. And I thought, okay, maybe the cream, the regular Oreo cream would sort of set as like the offsetter to make the two flavors stand out more. But it just kind of all got mushed together for me. And look, it was delicious. That that box is gone. Like we polished that thing off quick. But I just don't know if it's good enough to replace a double stuff Oreo. Um, I don't know. I just it was really, really good and disappointing at the same time. If that makes sense, you just had your expectations were a little high. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe I was expecting the the cookie dough flavor or texture to stand out more, and it just didn't. Hmm. It was a good taste. It was definitely delicious, and I'll probably buy more, but it was just kind of, I wish it had had a little more upfrontness to the cookie dough, because the brownie batter, you've already got the chocolate with the cookie. Yes. So maybe if they had just done cookie dough and cream and not the the brownie batter, it would have helped, or maybe they'd do just cookie dough, and I think someone told me on uh, Facebook that I think they've done that before or it's just a cookie dough Oreo. I don't know. There's something that could have been better about it. Again, tremendous. I'm not telling you not to buy them. Buy the all of them, and you'll be very, very happy. I just wished it had been a little bit better, a little more mind-blowing. Oh, Jay. I um, I may have gone to the website of the, uh, the deli slash butcher shop by my place. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is, uh, is going to be a thing. What's it called? It's called uh, Shannon's De- Shannon's Corner Butcher Shop and Deli. All right. Uh, it is like right off of the right off of the train in Lombard. And now, mind you, these sandwiches and subs are not are not seven dollars and ninety eight cents. So there's that. However, they all look delicious, and I am now excited. And I'm I, looking though, but build your own sandwiches eight ninety five. That's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. No, I'm not saying these are like overly expensive or anything. They're just not seven ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Their version of what you had is the Italian, which is ham, capicola, salami, pepperoni, provolone, mozzarella. It's a little more culturally sensitive than the Guido, yes. <laughs> yeah, a little more. <laughs> it, it really is perfect, though. Like for that area to just call it the Guido is hey, very appropriate. It's their place, man. Right. They're Italian. They can call it what they want. I will not be, you know, yeah. I can say it because they said it. It's like the video I sent you. I didn't make the, the PlayStation video I sent you. Yes. That guy made the video with the insult in it so I can laugh. Yes. That's 100%. My, yeah. Right. Oh, God. But yes. Yeah, so, so, yes. I, I will try the Brookios just to say I did and so that I can assess as well. But I'm thinking about the deli right now. Yeah. It looks really good. And so, there's a place in, um, I think, probably technically Oaklawn called Jack and Patch, which is an Irish butcher shop, which I think is something that, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I don't think people a lot of think of like Irish butchers. No. Because Irish food is trash for, 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 both, for all Pretty intents and much. purposes. Yeah, it kind of is. But Jack and Patch is another one of my favorite places. Look, if you're from the South Side, you know Jack and Patch. That place is awesome. And um, 
you go in there and they, they have these skinless hot dogs that are just great to grill, but any cut of meat you want, the butchers are covered in blood. You know it's a good place when the butchers are just dripping. They look like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, yep, they're at work. This place is real. Uh, yeah. Oh. See, I don't know. I'm in this. I'm in this butcher shop. This deli meat sandwich craze. I don't know what's going on with me, dude. Jay, it's not a bad thing. Uh, not only is there a steak sandwich, but it's hanger steak. Oh boy. Yep. This might be a game changer and buffalo chicken. Yeah. Uh, okay. This this is going to be great and problematic because I might have just found my new favorite place. I'll have to visit you for some reason. Yes. You'll Hope have to, I have to bring Rick something for the show. Right. You'll have to deal with me to justify <laughs> getting the sub and then walking over to the uh, place to get your penny candy. Oh, yes. Of course. I got to get my bottle caps refill. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and they have a meatball. Okay. I'm closing this window because it's just going to be distracting. Focus, Rick. Focus. Okay. So one thing I tried to focus on <laughs> and then realized that I was being duped. Uh, I am anti-Crystal right now. Because Who's Crystal and what did she do? Crystal is not a person in oh, this okay. instance. Crystal is the things that, you know, people are like, oh, Crystal looks beautiful. Yes, it does look beautiful. When it looks like ham and I want the ham, but it's not actually ham. Same for, and if you haven't seen this one too, there's like a picture of a guy holding one that looks exactly like essentially a chicken tender with like a bite out of it. But no, it's a stupid crystal. I want the chicken tender. Yeah, they did that before with, uh, yeah, that that's, it's. I don't like those because they are intended to look like the thing they're trying to trick you about. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, your fat ass thought this was a chicken tender or your fat ass thought this was ham. Well, it looks like that. It looks more like that than it looks like a crystal. The one that got me was like there was a pile of puppies and it's like your fat ass thought this was fried chicken. I'm like, damn it. Yes, I did. Yes. Oh, oh 100%. <laughs> and the thing is, too, this to me goes in the same box as everything being made as a cake. Because it, how am I supposed to not think everything is cake or edible when it looks like food, or or when or when it doesn't look like food, but it actually is food? To me, now I'm supposed to assume everything is edible. Uh, Speaking of that, my favorite podcast in the world, aside from this one, is the last podcast on the left. Mm -hmm. What they're doing now is a podcast about polyphagia. Have you ever heard of polyphagia? Whoa, are you, are you allowed to say that in this climate? I know, yes. But this is like people who will eat anything like rocks, like live cats. Oh, I've sa- um, I saw nails. something like that where someone ate like the stuffing from like couch cushions. Yes, they talked about a woman who ate the vacuum uh, remnants from her vacuum bag. Oh. Um, yes, so uh, last podcast and left, episode 437, The Wild World of Polyphagia. Um, you'll you'll hear some interesting stories, including a guy who showed off that he had the skill to consume anything. So he was hired as a spy. He ate a box containing like secret mission information, oh. and then was quickly captured and said, "I ate it." So they tied him up outside the bathroom until he threw it up. <laughs> so go bears, go bears, exactly. <laughs> On that note, we'll cleanse your palates and cleanse your minds with our friends at Doctor Squatch natural soap company 
Uh, look, it's uh, Christmas is over. And if you didn't get Dr. Squatch, the people that love you must not love you. We've been getting pictures and emails from people who got Dr. Squatch for the first time for the holidays. And they're very, very thrilled. And you will be too when you join Squatch Nation. It's not just the hand-cut, handmade in the USA, all-natural soaps. It's the hair care kit. It's the toothpaste. It's the deodorant. Everything Dr. Squatch makes is going to make you smell better and feel better about yourself. And you're going to be healthier. You know, you're going to, instead of using these big bottles of chemicals, you get a target for, you know, 64 ounces for $3. You don't want to put that stuff on your body. Invest in yourself. Invest in Dr. Squatch. Go to drsquatch.com. Top right of the page there, you're going to see the Squatch quiz. Take that quiz. When you're ready to check out, enter the promo code IMFAT20. You'll save 20% on your order and help the podcast at the same time. And we always greatly appreciate it when you do. I mean it. If you go into my bathroom right now, you're going to see four bars of Dr. Squatch soap, the toothpaste, and the hair care kit all in my shower. Uh, Upstairs in my dresser drawer are three sticks of the Dr. Squatch deodorant. If it goes on my body, it's Dr. Squatch, and I mean that. That's not just uh, because you know they endorse the podcast. It's true. I pay for it like everybody else, and I absolutely love it, and you will too. DrSquatch.com. Use that promo code. I'm fat 20. Okay, Rick. Um, hold, hold on a sec. What? 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 what you what, brush what? your teeth in the shower? Sometimes. Huh. Sometimes. If I'm short on time, I'll just, I'll just do that at the same time. Interesting. So usually days where I have to go into the office, like I did today, I will brush my teeth in the shower to save myself that three minutes. Because I'm sleep till the last possible moment guy. Oh, see, I'm not. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm the person where I hate rushing. Okay. So I will... I will wake up 10 minutes earlier just so that I don't have to rush. Yeah, no, sorry. If I can get any extra sleep, I'm doing it. I, before the pandemic, I had it perfectly timed out. If I woke up at six eighteen, I could do everything I wanted to do and get on the train in perfect time to get downtown, then grab a little breakfast, head upstairs. And I'm in Mitch's office for my seven 30 meeting. Boom. I had it perfectly timed. Now I'm going to have to get back in the habit when things open up again. I'll have to reestablish my my pattern because I have slipped off. It's been a long time since I've been at work. All right. Um, before we move on, two more things I want to mention. Uh, I told you before the meeting with no context that this weekend we drove to uh, Saugatuck, Michigan for coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, we just had to get the hell out of Dodge this weekend. I was tired of looking at the same walls. Yes. I could tell Hope and Addie were a little stir crazy too. So did an interview for the Madhouse podcast and just went upstairs and said, look, let's get in the car. Let's go somewhere. We're going to Michigan. We're driving somewhere. We just got to get out of here. My favorite coffee place in the world is called Uncommon. If you've been to Saugatuck, you've been to Uncommon. It's great. The Cafe Miel is my favorite coffee ever. Before that, though, I found a sandwich place in uh, St. Joe's, like right by Benton Harbor. It's called Baguette de France. Rick, you would love this place. Speaking of deli sandwiches, very similar to Penn Station. So you go in there, they got a whole menu board of sandwiches, order those, and then they throw them in. They have this like ancient looking oven with like dual like refrigerator style doors in the oven. Nice. That place is really good. I think there's only two. I think they're in that area of, you know, Michigan towards around St. Joe's. But if you're in that area on the summer, going to the beach or whatever, Baguette France is really good. That's something I really enjoyed. The thing I did not enjoy this weekend, Rick, was the ad for Subway protein bowls Mm. stop stop it first of all i don't like subway i'm just gonna say it not a fan 
Um, I can do it in a pinch. Like if I like if I have a long day at work, where like the timing with my shift is awkward, where I don't really get to have a meal, I can, and I'm not feeling like getting Sabaro. You know, if I don't want an authentic New York slice, that's not a thing. Then I will. (laughs) Well, like because like there are times where the night before I have pizza. And then I go into work the next morning and there's actually been an instance where I was like, you know what? I don't want pizza at this exact moment. So I've bitten the bullet and gotten Subway as just, you know, kind of a means to an end. All right. I guess the meatball sub is okay. Yeah. Oh, and also with this protein bowl. Right. If I wanted protein, never mind. Don't say what you were what you texted me last night. Oh, no, I'm don't worry, I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm it'll be an adults only podcast. <laughs> right. Nope. Uh, we're good. Rick texted me, I'm like, oh no, no, that's too much. But, too much protein, Rick. Right. However, you also <laughs> thought the same thing. Um, I have to be honest with you, I did not. <laughs> well, maybe. I appreciate that your bread that your bread, that your brain went there. Uh, I appreciate that. But here's the uh, subway protein bowls if you are so interested. The Black Forest ham. Chicken and bacon ranch, cold cut combo, Italian BMT, meatball marinara, oven roasted chicken, spicy Italian, steak and cheese, sweet onion chicken teriyaki, tuna, which looks like the grossest thing I've ever seen, and turkey breast. Where are you at on teriyaki, Rick? Hmm? Where are you at on teriyaki in general? Um, I'm not as big a fan as most. Is it too salty, right? Yes. And yeah, I think I, that's I think that's one of my misgivings with a decent amount of Asian food is that it's like, hey, here's a boatload of teriyaki. And I'm like, I don't like it's not it's not bad, but I yeah, it's just like too salty. I feel like when you order something with teriyaki in the name, it's almost always overdone. Right? Like they almost always put too much in it. Yes. I'll have a little bit on the side now and again, but I'm not a big teriyaki guy myself. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, that's that's fair. Okay, I, I feel better that it's not just a me thing with teriyaki, because like there are times where like I've gone to uh, my mom's because I go there once a week to see my mom and my brothers, and they're like, "Oh, well, we're, you know, we're just grilling chicken tonight." I'm like, "Okay, that's fine." They're like, "Yeah, it's a you know teriyaki, it's a teriyaki marinade," and I'm like, "Great," and I have Ooh. it just fine. Yeah, it's not bad. Just, yeah. It's just, you know, it's like, okay, then when I leave and I'm on my way home, I'm like, okay, what am I getting to make me feel better? Right. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Are we, should we do some Ask a Fats here? Well, what about oh! our fat? We, yeah, you. Of I'm out of practice. I was going to say. But the I have the. Mo- that we have Fat Fashions again, which, by the way, week one went great. So I have high expectations for what we have for this week in fat fashions if you want to leave us a fat fashion very easy to do just call 708-858-3314 put that in your phone next time you're out and you're like wow i just ate 20 pounds of beef call us 708-858-3314 i want to clarify something too by the way fat fashionable is just the name it doesn't always have to be just you ate something that's crazy or you did something you're ashamed of anything on your mind in the world of fatness Give us a call. Leave us a message. 708-858-3314. The first message here comes from Blake. Hello there. Uh, yeah, it's Blake from Oak Park. I uh, sell craft beer. 
and drive around to different grocery stores throughout the day. And so most of my meals are in the car. Uh, one time I stopped at a Popeye's, uh, got some family feast thing that was way too much food and ate it all and got home and was telling my uh, son about it, how I ate way, so, way too much food and couldn't eat dinner and blah, blah, blah. Uh, that commercial came on during the Bears game for that same Popeye's feast, and he goes, is that what you ate for lunch the other day? And I said, <laughs> yep, that's what I ate. And he just started laughing and laughing and laughing and thought it was the funniest thing ever. So, uh, yeah, that's my fat professional. All right, have a good one. That's awesome. I mean, that's, that's pretty solid. Yes. That's a pretty solid start, Blake. And uh, don't feel ashamed, man. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do, man. Well, I get it. How ashamed was he really when he was bragging about it to his kid? Yeah, he wasn't that. Yeah, he wasn't that upset. Yeah, that was an I'm not mad. I, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm trying to find the actual feast. Here we go. There's family feasts. I, I'm assuming it's the four sandwich family feast because there's the big family feast for forty three dollars. Probably or the that. bigger family feast for 60. So I'm going to say it was the four sandwich feasts, which is four chicken sandwiches, large Cajun fries and four biscuits. Damn, that's that's re- that's respect. Good. Respect. That's 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 quite an accomplishment. That ranges anywhere from two thousand nine hundred ninety seven calories to four thousand four hundred twenty five. But who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next fat fashion comes from yet another John Doey. Hi, Jay and Rick Hammond Studio. I have a fast fashion. <laughs> My newly acquired quarantine skill is eating very quickly. I've accomplished this by numerous attempts at the $3,500 McDonald's challenge. And my now my regular order is half the $3,500 McDonald's challenge, consisting of two double quarter pounders with cheese, fries, a large fry, 10 chicken McNuggets, and two Dr. Peppers, consumed anywhere from 3 minutes and 50 seconds to 4 minutes and 30 seconds. Thank you, and peace be with you. And also right. with you? <laughs> Pretty impressive. So the he's halfway to the $3,500 challenge, which is four double quarter pounders with cheese, two large fries, 20 nuggets, and four large Cokes. Rick, could you do it? Yes. Yeah, you have 90 minutes. Oh, yes. 90 minutes? Yes. Yeah, four large Cokes, 20 nuggets, four, uh, what did I say, Big Macs? No, four qu- four double quarter pounders with cheese mm-hmm. and two large fries. Yes. 90 minutes, absolutely. Now, I don't, unless you absolutely have to, I don't necessarily recommend eating all of what, he, half of that, of what he had in in like four minutes like yeah yeah you gotta chew yeah he's unhinging his jaw apparently right (laughs) which good on you for the skill but i mean i'm uh yeah i want to chew the food a little bit at least yeah just swallow a quarter pounder whole right (laughs) it's fine hey that that's that's something man i anytime i see a food challenge i'm like i could do that and then the reality sets in. I remember when Connor McKnight tried to eat, what was it, three Jack's pizzas in the, cor- in the course of a show? Yes. And he didn't even come close. Oh, I, see, I still, I'm still, i still confident I could do that. Yeah. Well, Connor's like, what, 6'5", like 120 pounds? Yeah, pretty much. That's probably part of why. Yeah, I, I yeah. would think so. And, I mean, part of the challenge there was 
he couldn't eat during the sh- like during segments when you know Dan was reading something. He didn't have he wasn't allowed to, to eat. <laughs> had plenty of time. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but uh, it was only during break, so he only had like five minute increments in which he could eat. So he really in the three hour show had more like eh, forty minutes, forty five minutes to eat. Yeah, which. I'm sorry. I still think I could do it. I would double up my. I I know Connor said doubling up your slices is a bit of a, you know, the, like that. There could be some problems with that, but I think I could do that. All right, we, t- we got to try it. But when things get back to normal, we're going to do some of this stuff. I promise. Okay. All right. Last one here comes from Mike. Hey, Fats. This is Mike in Georgia, and I must confess, my dreams of a smaller waistline whose nemesis was the legendary combo of a foot-long sub and a side of chips, died in my sleep last night. Make that several chips. Oh, no. That's good. Yeah. That is Uh, well played. R.I.P. your butt cheeks, Mike and Georgia. That's rough. (laughs) Thanks for sharing. That's what I'm talking about. It doesn't have to be this big, long, elaborate story. Right. I ate the sandwich. It wrecked me. The end. (laughs) <laughs> thanks for listening i'll hang up and listen that's I mean, awesome. that, that's what happens and i i love that part of the baguette de france stop out of my story where i pulled out of the out of the parking lot from eating it drove about a mile and then felt <laughs> felt the bubbling right away oh. <laughs> it's like oh boy oh well oh. you know oh. gotta find me an outhouse since I, I know you've told your story on the podcast i i texted you god i'm trying to remember what i ate now that led to this I had my closest call in years this week. Was it? I'm trying to remember what I ate. How do you not remember? I'm pretty sure (laughs) was. I think it was Popeyes, which is odd because like Popeyes doesn't normally do that to me, or at least like it doesn't normally do that to me that fast. To where I was running a few errands, and but I had I ate on the front end of it, so. Like, my errands took, like, a total of, like, 15 minutes. So I got a bigger order than normal from Popeye's, and maybe that was what did me in was just the sheer volume. But I I was at my last stop, and all of a sudden, it was like... It it was like in um, Van Wilder, Mm -hmm. where, like, that first grumble, where you know this is this is no like there's there's bite to this bark mm-hmm. like there's something coming so you're like i was just like okay we're headed home now so <laughs> yeah. thankfully well, i had what i needed in hand and i just had to go up front and pay and of course took longer than it should have to pay mm-hmm. and then at home i'm like i get back and i'm you're trying to not especially because like you know i live in a uh a condo building so there's the likelihood that people will see you or be in the elevator with you. So you're trying to not make it blatantly obvious that the clench is on. The so, clench is on. <laughs> and, on my cheeks. Oh. <laughs> and it was one of those where when you get there and, you know, you, you start the sitting process and it's not and you're waiting. done. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty much. That's <laughs> what it ended up being. And I immediately texted you when I was done. I was like, dude, that was the closest call I've had in years. I'm happy for you. I don't know. Yeah. I just figured if any if any group of people would appreciate it. Oh, yeah. It's you and the listeners to this podcast, because maybe it was the extra chicken. Maybe it was the extra biscuit. I don't know. 
but the process was expedited for whatever reason. Congratulations. Should we do some Mascafats? Let's do it. Hey, we haven't even pulled away from the drive-thru, and you're already digging in the McDonald's bag. <laughs> Aw, babe, just a few. <laughs> All right. I guess I can't blame you. Pass me some, too. <laughs> uh, smells too good to get it all the way home meal. There's a meal for every moment at McDonald's. And now your favorite spicy chicken McNuggets are back. Get a six-piece spicy or classic for just two bucks. Only at McDonald's. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. Ask a Fats this week are brought to you by our friends over at Team Hockberg. Go to 56david.com or call 855-56-DAVID for all the help you could need with everything involved in the mortgage process. If you're looking to buy, if you're looking to sell, or if you're looking to just put yourself in a better position to be able to buy or sell within, let's say, the next year or something, and you're a smart person that thinks ahead, Call David Hochberg and Team Hochberg because they have all the knowledge to put you in the best position to save money or make the most money on a sale. Well, Jay and I have both bought property and it is a process. It's yes. so much more than you think it's going to be. And especially when it comes to the mortgage, like it's one thing to go out with your realtor and kind of see what you like. You have a better idea of that aspect of the home buying process of finding what you want and that work, what works for your life. But the mortgage process is, and especially for me going into it was a complete unknown. And I wish at that time that I had contacted David because I know I would have been in a better place going into the home buying process. So I should have gone to 56david.com. I should have called 855-56-DAVID and talked to David or someone from the Team Hochberg team because it's all customized about what's best for you. It's not trying to pigeonhole you into some plan that they have to, you know, basically that works best for them. It's about what's best for you. And another example of that is all you have to do is on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., turn on AM 720, that's WGN Radio for those keeping score at home, to David's show Home Sweet Home Chicago. He gives mortgage advice there. He has guests that provide their expertise and takes your questions as well. So that's another avenue in which, you know, if, you, if you're more of the shy type and you want to just kind of have a passive way to get to know David and get to know the expertise that Team Hochberg has, it's right there for you, and I guarantee once you do that, you'll be like, oh, I need to call 855-56-DAVID or go to 56david.com. So for any questions that you have to get yourself in that best position to buy, sell, or maybe even refinance because of, hey, things come up in people's lives and you might need some money. And if you got some equity in that house, that's a great way to get that done and not while not putting yourself in a bad financial situation. So Call David, call Team Hochberg, because they're absolutely the people that we would trust with our mortgage needs. And Homeside Financial is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 1124061. All right, Campy, I got an email here. I'm not going to give the name, but the name is unimportant, because guess what we have now on the I'm Fat Podcast? Hmm. We have a Culver's Insider. We have a source? 
Yes, we have a Culver's source. We'll not give the name, but good news, especially for you, Rick. Here's the email. Thought I'd share some insider information. Culver's pretzel bites will become a permanent menu item come spring. Let's go. <laughs> I knew you would like that. Yes. The pretzel, but they were just such a great compliment to their menu anyway, because the fries are a great option. Obviously, the cheese curds in terms of possible sides you could have with your, you know, with your entree, whatever that ends up being is really good and what they're known for. But man, those pretzel bites is an alternative with that cheddar cheese sauce. Man, that is that's good stuff. I, I am happy. Alternative? Hmm? I mean, you could just do it all. Uh, it's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Have I done that? No. The fattest version of it that I've done is I have gone, I think on that day, I went spicy chicken sandwich, and I went cheese curd with pretzel bite. I'm not even going to judge you. That's a delicious meal. It is. And Don't you wish, by the way, since we have a Culver's Insider, uh, maybe he or she is listening, I need more options with the tenders. Four is not enough. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I need, they're yeah. they're a good size, but if there was a six, or maybe even if they want to kind of split the baby a little bit and go three and six or something like that, right? You know, I I think that should I think that should be an option. Six would be perfect. Yes, because they are bigger. They're filling tenders, but four. I, I always feel like I could go for at least one more of those, and mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be good. So there you go. Culver's Insider, if you're listening, I'm sure you are. Put a good word in to Mr. Culver. Add, add, add a bigger tender option to the menu. All right. My first question is from Scott, who said, you have $5. Do you go to Wendy's for the four for four menu, or do you try and piecemeal something together with stuff from a few different places? <sighs> I'm not a big go one place to the other guy because once I have the food, I want to eat it. Mm-hmm. And I, I worry about because uh, usually, you know, when you're on the cheap menu, it's not the highest quality stuff in the joint. Um, it's made quickly. It's made easily. I'm going to I'm going to do the four for four menu to me that because I'm going to get everything I want anyway and get a burger in there and get some fries in there, get some tenders in there or nuggets rather. And I'm all set to go. And by the way, I mentioned this about Wendy's that two dollar frosty thing that I did that keychain I bought. Yeah. That gives you free junior frosties for the year. It's already paid for itself several times over. Nice. So do that if it's still an option. But yeah, I would do the uh the dollar the four dollar menu thing. Um that that's that, to me that's easy and I'm gonna be satisfied every time. Yep. Same here. Even though you have to deal with the Wendy's fries, which we know are subpar, but still they're fries. Yeah. So right. it's kinda of, they're it's not like they're bad. They're just not as good. Yeah, they're fine. Fine is the word for them. And, and they, I think they have gotten a little bit better to what from what they were before. Mm-hmm. All right. Got one here from Larry the Lip. Hey. Hey, Fats. I hadn't had a dog from Gene and Jude's in a few years, so I stopped by last Friday. Have you been there? What do you think? I don't generally like fries wrapped in my sandwiches, but make an exception for this place. It's kind of a Chicago institution when not underwater from the flooded river. Also, do you ever go for the double dog rather than the single dog? Curious Fats would like to know. A big fan of Gene and Jude's, but here's my thing. I know, and I've said this before. It's nothing new. I know that ketchup is not an accepted Chicago topping to a hot dog, but guess what? I'm giving you my money. I'm the customer. Mm -hmm. If I choose to, in your eyes, ruin my hot dog, 
That's my business. They don't even have ketchup in the building. And they serve fries. So people have to go to the McDonald's next door and be like, can I have some ketchup? If they want ketchup from Gene and Jude's. I get it. I get the stance. It's cute. Ketchup not allowing your dog. Fine. But like at the same time, don't make me run through a hoop to get my order the way I want it. Right? Like make fun of me. Like ring a bell. Like, oh, you put ketchup. Oh, what a, what a, what a moron. Whatever. I can take that. But don't, don't d- deprive me of the ability to get what I want there. But their fries are amazing. And I do like when places wrap my hot dogs and fries. I don't know why I like that. Hmm. It's just like opening a, ooh. Like a, <laughs> it's like the golden ticket. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I like, see, I know, and this was something we've talked a lot about, especially in terms of uh, I love fries, that I need the integrity of my fry to still kind of be there. So not as big on that as you would be, but shockingly i would not turn something away if it was wrapped in fries oh for sure um one place by me that and there's a lot of these by the way pops wraps their hot dogs and fries and, and and somehow they do it in such a way where the fries stay crispy they got really skinny like not shoestring fries but i love pops fries those are really good okay. underrated so fries. not not quite like a steak and shake style no not that small like they're long like mcdonald's fries but they're like probably like half the girth okay of a mcdonald's fry okay so I forget if I've mentioned this before. I know there's a lot of people that really don't like Steak and Shake's fries. I like them. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, and they're different. Like, mm-hmm. I like having that much of, like, the, the crisp on there. So, call me crazy, but every once in a while, I, I actually will crave Steak and Shake, and I will make sure to get their fries. Yeah, I'm with you. Steak and Shake fries are good. I look forward to them when I'm at Steak and Shake. So, speaking of fries... Mm-hmm. My next question, well, my last question, uh, any store brand frozen French fries that you would recommend? I've never found one that I'm really impressed with. Same- uh, I've seen that they sell Checkers branded and Checkers has really good fries, but I've not bought them. So if anyone's tried the Checkers branded frozen fries, let us know. I'm fatpot at gmail.com. Send us a review because I'm curious. Well, and now I think it's more viable than it ever was before. Because, excuse me, because of uh, air fryers, right? Air, air fryers make point. make something like that much more viable than it's ever been before. Because you know, it's like okay, if you just throw them on the sheet in the uh, in the oven, like they'll 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 be okay. Like it, it's potato, but like that's about it. So I'm much more open to the frozen French fry now with the advent of the air fryer. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I need to, I don't think I've tried yet in my air fryer, so I need to, I'll tell Hope, hey, we got to get some uh, some frozen fries. In there. Oh, you know what? I think her aunt, <laughs> she went to go visit her grandma who's 98 who's leaving for Florida this weekend. I think her aunt had four bags of frozen fries in her house. She's like, you got to take these. I think that actually happened today. So good timing for that question. Nice. I'll get you a full review of whatever these might be um, next time. Okay. Got one here from Lindsay. She says, post fat meal perfect nap in bed or on a couch or chair love you guys in the podcast proud patreon subscriber here keep it up uh patreon.com slash madhouse nope patreon.com slash i'm fat pod i'm leaving that in there because you corrected yourself so quick you can do both uh patreon.com slash i'm fat pod if you want to throw us a couple bucks a month we'd appreciate it leave it in but the question is bed or couch chair for a nap 
I, I gotta, I'm a bed guy. If I'm going to sleep, I'm going to get, I'm going to get my money's worth. No, I'm the, uh, I'm the, the couch, couch or chair, man, especially if you have a recliner. Yeah. Oh, if you have a recliner, the, yeah, the food coma nap, that's where that is best. I think it just fits much better than being like, oh, you know, yes, I'm getting tired because I ate. Let me go. Let me go take a nap. Now, when you take said nap, do you like if you're wearing jeans or something, are you changing out of your jeans and going like putting on athletic shorts going under the covers or if like the bed was remade do you just sleep on top of it um if i'm scheduling a nap i'm sleeping like i sleep at night which is in just my boxer briefs if i fall asleep on the couch that's different but if i'm actively saying i am going to take a nap i'm treating it like sleep and i never make my bed either Never. What a yeah, waste of time. I've never. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel about it. I've Hoping never. I don't been... share a blanket either. Like I have my blanket. She has hers and we're both very happy that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's about as like close to not sleeping in the same bed as humanly possible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, not I... that I want that, but I'm just saying like, it's just, you know, I'm a, I'm a hotter sleeper than she is. Yeah, so I want a lighter logistical blanket. issue. Right. Exactly. All right. I got one here from Greg. This is disheartening, and I worry about the youth of America. He says, I work in facilities maintenance in the Arlington Heights School District, and this afternoon, I received a troubling email from a principal. Apparently, a parent and her children who were playing on the playground noticed that some hooligans spread a good amount of nacho cheese on the playground equipment, slides, handrails, etc. Vandalism is not uncommon on school property, but I must say, this is the first time I've seen nacho cheese as the graffiti. I don't know what's more upsetting, the fact that I'll have to clean up frozen nacho cheese on Monday or the fact that nacho cheese was wasted. If these whippersnappers are identified, authorities or administration can decide the punishment for the vandalism. What punishment should be given for the waste of nacho cheese? Oh, this is tr- First of all, I believe, by the way, the score is Adam Harris. Uh, what do they call him? Uh, Cupcake the Tiniest Dancer? Yes. That's what Terry used to call him. Yeah. I believe he's involved in the uh, Arlington High School District, so he needs to get involved with this. The punishment for wasting nacho cheese is you are forced to eat salad for the rest of the school year. No pizza day for you, or you punk you, ass. Or after the frozen nacho cheese is scraped off of said equipment, you have to eat it. <laughs> there you go. Yes eat this frozen cheese why why though right that's so frustrating yeah because one how did you acquire said nacho cheese is it was this like taken out of a lunchroom like was it like you know the industrial size thing with like the pump on it and you just Mm -hmm. like took the pump and just that's such a waste i mean it's fun but i would just pump it into my mouth yeah the cheese i mean Oh, we're back to the subway bowls. <laughs> no, we're not. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got one more before we wrap up. Okay. Uh, from Kyle. What is an underrated food item at a fast food place that may not be as popular because it's not a good bang for your buck? Uh, he says the Dairy Queen Blizzard or Culver's Concrete Mixer. So well, yeah, but those those are what those places are known for. Right. So uh, So here's the question. Something in a fast food place that's underrated but isn't as popular because it's not inexpensive hmm i think the the pretzel the whatever you the bacon pretzel pub burger at wendy's is a good one because there was immediate pub around it see what i did there i did um yep. 
There was immediate pub around it when it first came out. And then it was almost immediately out of everybody's minds because it's, I don't want to pay whatever it is for, you know, a burger that small. So I completely understand that being something that's really good, but not a lot of people get it because a, it's a very specific taste. And also it's just not that cheap. That's a good one. That's a really good one. And I'm trying to think of anything else like that. But I think that the, so, Wendy's is the first place I went because, look, I'll say I believe that Wendy's food is higher quality than other fast food. Yeah, like Wendy's and Culver's are on a different level in that regard. Right. So their traditional burgers are a little pricier and their meals are a little pricier than other fast food places, which is fine. But it's why most of the time. I find myself just getting the two uh, bacon double stacks and a large drink and I'm done, right? Because I'm getting two burgers and a drink and it's I think it comes out to like eight bucks or something. But your typical meal at Wendy's is going to be nine fifty or so when you compare that to, you know, you can get 20 nuggets for five bucks at McDonald's. So I think Wendy's in general, their main menu items may not be as popular as their dollar menu or their whatever they call it, like the value menu mm-hmm. um, because of the the overall price. But I think it's worth it. But I find myself more typically ordering off their cheaper menu because I'm like, well, I don't want to drop 12 bucks on lunch. You know, <laughs> says you. <laughs> um, oh, have I? I feel like I might have. Have I discussed my fast food restaurant superpower? No, I don't think so. That I can order stuff and the total always ends up being rounded ends up being on the dollar amount that's weird yeah so it's like i'll order something and it's like like um for a while my order at popeyes was exactly nine dollars until like you know the next year came around and they raised prices by you know like a dime or something like that so then it Mm -hmm. threw it off but my weird combination of things that i order from places i feel like at a higher frequency than most I get totals that are, you know, right on the dollar amount. That is my fast food restaurant superpower. That is, that's impressive. It's a good, it's a good power to have. Then you have to fumble with change like mm-hmm. a sucker. I, oh, normally I, don't, I normally don't even mess with cash, but now I actually have some cash because so when I, I've been in for a couple of these early morning shifts, like 4 a.m. to noon. So our boss, Mitch Rosen, is nice and gives us money. Well, like give me money to go out to get coffee and like a breakfast sandwich or something for myself and Ray Diaz, our guy, even though he's vegan. Which, Let's get him you know, some leaves. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. So if there were any trees, I would save the money and, you know, just <laughs> grab the leaves and hand them to Ray. <laughs> but since there's not that, uh, I, I, you know, go to Starbucks and whatever and you know, Mitch gives us money. And I think because of of being worried about COVID now, when I offer the change back to Mitch, he just tells me to keep the change, which is obviously much appreciated. Uh, But now I actually have a little bit of cash because I I so rarely ever have cash on me. So I'm like, oh, if I wanted to one of these times, I could actually just, you know, pay for things in cash, but I just never think of it until, you know, after the fact. That's, that's good thinking. I hate cash. Uh, in the story the other day, I told you, I go to Waltz a lot and you got to set your watch back 25 years when you go to Waltz. Someone paid with a check. Oh, like, look, uh, the world is moving. Okay. Can you, uh, get a debit card? 
Yeah, they're not hard to use. No, just use your debit card and then you write. Oh, I like to keep the ledger. Well, then write the, then take your receipt mm-hmm. and then write that in your ledger. Yes. I think people that use checks should be shot. And I don't <laughs> think that's an exaggeration. Just for a few minutes, though. There should be a gun that just I heard Louis Anderson do this bit. A famous fat, by the way. Respect. Mm-hmm. Um, Louis Anderson did this bit a while ago. There should be a gun that kills people for 10 minutes. And then they wake up like, wow, <laughs> I must have done something really stupid. I won't do that next time. That's good. Yeah. All right. We got some this or that. We are running late. I only have two. Ready? Okay. Go All for right. it. This or that from Greg. Vernon Hills or Vernon Wells? Oh, Vernon Wells. No he, doubt. Was, he was a kind of fat, like a sneaky fat. That was also very athletic. And Vernon Hills is a boring suburb in Illinois. Yes. For those that don't know. And from Tim, Jim Gaffigan or Gabriel Iglesias. Ooh. Gaffigan's funnier. Iglesias mm-hmm. is fatter. Yeah. I'm going to go Gaffigan. Yeah, me too. Well, you have to. I know. Because, you know, you guys are basically twins. My ghastly appearance le- led me to a guest booking of him. These two <laughs> girls at the Homewood um, Fall Fest were like, you're Jim Gaffigan. I'm like, no, I'm, not. I'm just another fat guy with a beard. And we're like, anyway, blah, blah, blah. We took pictures together. And then I think they tagged him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, hey, Jim, this is me. Let's c- come on the radio. And he said, okay. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that was my that was my 15 minutes of fame with Jim Gaffigan. So, yeah, he get, he wins. But and that's ma- all I got. And members of a uh, gassy appearance, not ghastly, gassy appearance. Did I say gassy? No, I said gassy. You said oh. ghastly. Well, I'm making it more podcast appropriate. Both would be correct. Yes. Okay. So follow us on all the social medias at I'm fat pod. I'm fat pod at gmail.com to send in your emails for your fat fashions. 708-858-3314. I will repeat 708-858-3314. Check out the Patreon, the T public page. Remember Jay mentioned there's going to be the first sale of 2021 here. What was it? $13 classic tees and up to 35 percent off other stuff that's right that starts on wednesday the 13th which is also opening day of hockey big week for the madhouse podcast cheap plug we talked to connor murphy today also subscribe (laughs) rate and review our podcast as well as the madhouse chicago hockey podcast connor murphy is a defenseman that's correct boom let's go I actually can, I'm trying to think, boy, with every passing year, the amount of players on the Blackhawks I can name gets smaller and smaller. You're not not alone. Yeah, I know. I can name some bulls. I know, I know one of the goalies is Colin Delia. That's correct. Look at you. Yeah. We'll have you on as a guest. Okay. Is, uh, (laughs) is the, is the other one, uh, Ray Emery still? No, he's dead. Oh, so he's not on the roster. He's not on the roster. But in his current state, he might be the best option still. Okay, that was a bad joke. I'm going to end it there. (sighs) Oh, yeah. Also, check out our sponsors, Dr. Squatch. I'm podcast. Let me try that again. (laughs) We we are at the end of this. I worked an overnight last night. So like Jay thought I was like depressed and or dead before we started. Uh, No, I'm just like kind of slap happy and tired. So Dr. Squatch. Promo code. I'm fat 20 gets you logically 20% off your order of $20 or more. And check out our friends at Team Hockberg, 855-56-DAVID, 56david.com. For all your mortgage needs, I'm going to go take a nap. 
after I eat something. Jay will probably do the same, but just, you know, he'll only be wearing his boxer short, his uh, boxer briefs. <laughs> and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right. I think we got a lot accomplished here today. Hey, we haven't even pulled away from the drive through and you're already digging in the McDonald's bag. Oh, <laughs> babe, just a few. <laughs> All right. I guess I can't blame you. Pass me some, too. <laughs> the smells too good to get it all the way home meal. There's a meal for every moment at McDonald's. And now your favorite spicy chicken McNuggets are back. Get a six-piece spicy or classic for just two bucks. Only at McDonald's. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.